Hey there, and welcome to Soundcheck by Support Act. My name is Luke O'Connor. I'm the Industry Relations Manager for Support Act here in Melbourne, Australia. And today I'm being joined by Ash King, uh, who is a psych researcher, content manager for the Indigo Project, and also a provisional psych. Thanks for joining us, Ash. Thanks, Luke. Nice to be here. Yes, thanks for joining us. So the idea of our lunchtime sound check uh, by Support Act is that we know that a lot of people right now are really struggling with the impact of COVID-19 on the music industry. And we want to start having some, you know, some good detailed, but also lighthearted conversations about people's uh, mental and physical well-being over the next few weeks. So join us at lunchtimes where we're going to have a range of guests on um, from people who are subject matter experts in the mental health field, but also some fun stuff like uh, you know, yoga in your spare room, meditation, and a whole lot of artists, uh, crew workers, and music industry professionals who are gonna join us for a chat about how they're doing whilst you eat a sandwich uh, at your lunch break. Uh, so today, Ash, thanks so much for joining us. Um, what, what, do you, what do you wanna to cover today? We're gonna to talk about people's, where, where are we at? Well, I think that it's, already challenging to be existing and working in the music industry in terms of um, how that plays on one's mental health. But a lot of the recent changes that have been made and the, and the restrictions have um, obviously hit uh, all of uh, those working in the mental, uh, in the um, music industry even harder. So just in, wanted to kind of- industry, no doubt. Pardon? In the mental health industry, no doubt. Oh, yes. Look, that is what has been on the forefront of our minds too, because obviously our job is sitting face-to-face -face with people and, and helping people that way. And that's really not something that's even allowed at the moment. So, um, so you know, I'm married to a musician. I used to be a full-time musician. So I've definitely been there. But this uh, whole new world um, is really confronting us with a whole new range of challenges. Absolutely, it is. Um, and I think at this point, it's important for me to say that uh, Support Act uh, is the national music industry charity. The whole point of Support Act is that we've existed for over two decades to help support uh, musicians in times of crisis. And, and obviously for us at the moment, that is a completely shifting thing from what our, uh, the amount of people that we used to work with to where we're at now has, has completely changed within the last week. Um, and for people at home who are, who are watching this right now or wherever you might be, hopefully you're at home, maybe you're in the backyard gardening, but if you're listening to this and you feel like you're doing it tough, we really encourage people to contact our wellbeing helpline, uh, which if you go to our website, supportact.org.au, you can find all the information you might need about our helpline. But people, um, trained uh, mental health practitioners are there to chat with you about what you might be going through at the moment, particularly for people who work in the performing arts industry. So that's open to all people, music industry, uh, workers, crew workers, artists, and people who work in the performing arts because of our um, partnership with the Arts Wellbeing Collective. So we encourage you to go and get on that right now. So anyway, back to you, Ash. So I think one of the first steps in, I guess, I mean, not, uh, sort of dealing with uh, everything that's going on is uh, to not be afraid to actually acknowledge and accept how you're feeling and how you're reacting to things. Now, I know that this is kind of really confronting and can seem like the worst idea at the time. I definitely know that when I had to first um, face up to my own mental health challenges, that this seemed like the last thing that I needed to do. You're like, are you kidding? I've lost all my work. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. Um, I don't know 
if I'm ever going to be able to, you know, claw my way back in the industry as I was, you know, like there's so many questions and so many unknowns. And you think that you need to be thinking solutions, solutions, solutions. Um, but what's actually really, really important is to just pause for a moment and let yourself feel how it is you're feeling. And that might be scared. It might be frustrated. It might be angry. Um, so much of our day is spent denying our emotional experience. We try to think our way out of it. We try to distract ourselves from it. Um, but if we really want to get a handle on our mental health, and that is really the first step in order to, you know, start finding solutions and start um, making the, the right decisions that are going to help you sort of into a place of more calm, more security, um, you need to kind of start right there at the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess uh, a lot of that is about, um, it, you know, acknowledging that your physical environment has changed significantly. So taking on board kind of the, the government's um, direction around how people should be you know, social distancing and remaining in self-isolation, I mean, what are some things that people can, can keep present in their mind around their home environment, their, their workspace. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm in a room surrounded by mattresses. So I've put in my, my one prop for this. And also I have my uh, picture of Rule, who I always look to for inspiration <laughs> in tough times. It's one of my, uh, one of my idols. Um, but what are your suggestions for people who are, you know, generally social and out there gigging, working, you know, what, 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 what can people do to cope through these times? Well, I definitely uh, recall when I had to step away from the music industry through, uh, you know, choices that weren't necessarily my own um, and found myself in a very similar position. You know, I had to move out of my home. I didn't have any more work and I found myself so isolated and cut off from the community that used to help me thrive and make me feel feel so connected. Um, what I think though is that you can reframe the situation to offer you a new opportunity um, to maybe develop a deeper and more connected relationship with yourself. And I know that probably hearing this and not feeling like, wow, that's so exciting. I can't wait to like be my own I best. I finally <laughs> get to interact with myself again. <laughs> it is important. It is important and you know what? You know, it's it's challenging to do when um, it's all go, go, go when you're working in the music industry. You know, often you're out late at night, you're, you know, drinking, you're chatting with mates, um, and then maybe you spend, you know, your days rehearsing or keeping yourself busy with admin, and you often don't take that time and take that stillness to pause and check in with yourself and, and ask, well, how am I doing really? Like, what am I feeling? And how is this feeling for me? You know, there's also this um, absolutely pervasive sense of grief, I think, that's affecting a lot of people. And when we can't do what it is we believe we're here to do, like make music, create art, connect with people, um, then it's almost like 
we need to grieve the loss of that, even if it's only in the short term. So that's also, you know, things like grief and anxiety, things like sadness and anger are often uh, emotional reactions that we try to shy away from. And it's quite easy to do when you're, you know, in a really loud um, bar playing, you know, four 40 minute sets and having some beers in between and talking shit with the, the guys in the band. Like you kind of don't, really get that opportunity to go actually I feel really scared or I feel really sad about how I'm feeling so I think that this stillness and this space that we have now um, is actually a beautiful invitation to just touch base with you yeah beautiful and uh, some of those some of those kind of uh, headline topics that you just spoke about then they're some of the things that we hope to cover through this series in the coming weeks you know how to how to be mindful in this moment? How to cope? How to build resilience? Uh, what coping strategies people can put in place? Uh, but also, um, you know, having discussions about grief and you know things that a lot of people out there are dealing with, you know, around anxiety and depression as well. So, but if anything in this discussion um, triggers you, make sure you head to our wellbeing helpline. As I mentioned before, um, the all the information about that can be found at supportact.org.au on our website, and we encourage you to go and check that out right now. Um, just kind of going on from what you were saying, Ash, about like the sense of self. Like I know talking to a, a lot of people who work in the production industry, um, who work with Support Act, and, and that's, that's quite a large part of our cohort with Support Act is working with people who work in the crewing industry. That it's their sense of identity that is so linked to what they do uh, as, a, as a roadie or a crew worker. Um, you know, what, what's your advice for how people kind of um, reconcile their identity and their, their kind of work identity in this time where everyone's kind of sitting on their hands? Of course, yeah. So this is an absolutely a huge issue now, and I think that it also highlights how um, how much we do associate who we are with our jobs, um, with the jobs that we perform. And there are some industries that uh, sort of connect themselves a, a little bit tighter in terms of um, their occupation and their identity or their vocation and their identity. Um, when you can't do your job, you're sort of left floundering and asking yourself, well, who am I and what am I if I'm not doing what it is I've always done or what it is I believe I'm meant to be doing. So I think this just brings me back to that sense of stillness and that sense of being important and being worthy and being you without needing to do anything. A lot of us grow up learning that um, our worth is based on what we can contribute. So uh, how good we are at something, you know, what jobs we've been given, you know, who we've worked with, who we've worked for. Um, and so we're constantly linking our, our own sense of identity and self-worth with what other people are providing for us. Now, this seems easy and it seems to make sense really from the get-go, but when you think about it, you realise that so much of your own sense of stability is hung up on external factors. And what these past few weeks have shown us is that we have uh, like a hell of a less control over these external factors than we originally thought. You know, things can sweep through and our life can change in a matter of days, in a matter of minutes. So. It is really important and you brought up the idea of resilience and this is what resilience is. It's this idea that whatever happens, 
I'm going to be okay. Um, and of course, you know, I'm bringing this up like something like it's like, you know, a tap that you can just switch on and like, oh, great, I'll just shower some resilience all over me right now. Of course, that's not how it works. Yeah. And as a psychologist, you know, we recommend, uh, you know, a range of different sort of self-care practices, obviously one-on-one therapy, you know, talking to someone and getting um, some strategies and some tools that you can use um, that are tailored to you specifically that can help you build this resilience on a day-by-day basis, not just when things are shit. And it's kind of like when we first go and look for these options, we need to be doing it every day, every week. It's like going to the gym. You need to work up these muscles and you need to work them up when your body's feeling good, not when you've got the flu and you're like, oh, shit, I wish I was stronger and more yeah. fit right now. You know what I mean? So, but look, now is uh, as good a time as, as ever to start working on this sort of stuff. Yeah, that's really great practical advice because I think you're right in the sense that at the moment, a lot of people are facing, I need to go into action mode now because... I'm trying to, you know, navigate the Centrelink process. I'm trying to work out, you know, what um, contracted jobs may or may not be able to go ahead, depending on how further, how far in the future they are. There's, there's just so many unknowns. So that sense of resilience that people can, um, I mean, it feels like such an abstract thing to just say. It's like, oh, it's about building resilience. But hopefully, over time, people can start to learn uh, ways that they can, they can, you know like you say, center themselves and build that strength to, to get into fight mode um, to, to start working through some of these issues. Now, just from a, from a like psychology perspective, can you suggest any really practical measures for people to, to kind of have that moment with themselves and, and think about what they have to do like to, to build that resilience in their spare bedroom with their picture of rule, for example? You know, <laughs> what would someone in that situation do? Well, you know, there are a few sort of starter tips that could, that can be helpful. Um, one of them is, and this might be a bit of a cringe, but sort of mindfulness meditation. I know that people often hear the word meditation and their mind immediately takes them to some sort of levitating um, Gandhi-like figure in the middle of an ashram in India. Um, but what meditation really does is allow us to have more control over the thoughts, um, feelings and sensations that are coming into our body and how we're reacting to them. So it really really is an exercise in um, being present in the moment. And when you can create space within uh, a meditation practice, you're able then to have more control over how you react to things in the outside world. And so if you find yourself constantly flying off the handle, super stressed when someone says something or someone does something to you and you go, oh, I wish that I didn't always react like that and I wish that I could just you know calm down and be more chill that's always my one I was like I wish that I could be more chill so and you know meditation I wish I I could appear more enthusiastic when I'm talking to people (laughs) (laughs) so I think that um that even just setting aside say five minutes a day and there's plenty of free resources YouTube has so many free guided we might put some in the comments as well after this as well for people to yeah there's some great apps insight timer um You know, sometimes we also recommend, you know, maybe even finding like five minutes of, say, instrumental uh, ambient music um, that can kind of ground you. And uh, so even that is kind of helpful, giving yourself the opportunity just to listen 
to the music or listen to the voice that's guiding you following instructions. It's going to be uncomfortable at first. It's going to feel weird. You're going to have a million thoughts in your head. You're going to think you're doing it wrong. Um, but it actually really, really is one of those things that is like training at the gym and training your least favorite exercise where you feel like you're never, ever improving for ages until you are improving and you realize, oh, wow, this actually does have incredible benefits. Well, that's, that's brilliant uh, advice. I am mindful of the irony of making this next comment, the fact that we are on uh, social media, but at the moment, like a lot of people who um, will come to Support Act for help uh, we'll be finding a lot of their information via social media. Have you got any like just short bit of information for people about how that might impact on their well-being at this time and what, what is and isn't important? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've been finding that um, social media time has really been affecting people's well-being and it's no surprise due to the 24-7 news cycle that's constantly refreshing. You know, it's pretty much just a drag and a release and you've got a whole new um, slew of articles there to horrify you. Um, so you do need to be aware of how much power you're holding in your hands when you've got your phone there. Um, look, I, I, I'm guilty of it and, you know, I find myself turning to my phone because I think that there's going to be answers or there's going to be comfort there. And you know what? In the meantime, it kind of does feel like there's this temporary comfort um, when you're reading an article. You know, you're keeping busy, your mind's busy, you're reading, you're consuming um, it isn't until after and it isn't and until those moments of stillness when you realise that your mind's just ticking over and over and over um, that you can't switch off. And it's no surprise if it's been working like this day in, day out, so used to consuming, consuming, you need to give it a break. So I would say, you know, definitely try, try to have a time when you're going to cut off your phone use uh, before bed. So this will um, help optimize your sleep, uh, help you fall asleep faster and improve your sleep quality. So maybe even if it's just half an hour before bed, I, I mean, I know that um, the experts usually say an hour, but we're not gonna expect too much. Whatever you can give is great. Uh, set your phone on do not disturb while you're reading a book, while you're uh, practicing the instrument, while you're cooking something, at least give yourself a, a period of time where you can fully allow yourself to immerse in, in an activity and not feel like you have to be dragged away or dragged out of that mind space to um, respond to something on your phone. I'm sure that you can give yourself half an hour, an hour here and there during your day. And you know what? It's going to make a huge, huge difference. Well, that's brilliant advice. Okay, well, I think uh, that probably brings us to the end of the content. Before we go, I just want to uh, bring people's attention to thesoundofsilence.com.au. It's an all of music industry initiative that support actors involved in. The idea is about how do we raise funds uh, for artists, crew workers and music industry professionals in this time where our whole industry has been um, so hit by this crisis. So go to thesoundofsilence.com.au where you can find more information. You can buy merch direct from the artists, or you can buy the Sound of Silence t-shirt. You can also go through and make a donation to Support Act. Support Act has had uh, unprecedented demand for our services. We're a small team. Uh, we're trying our best to respond to this crisis as well as we can. Um, and so we, we know that people are hurting. We're trying to put together our best, uh, best efforts to respond to people as quickly as we can. In the meantime, 
our wellbeing helpline, which is staffed by professional uh, mental health practitioners and staffed by Access EAP, who are a, mental health, a national mental health provider. That service is available 24-7 and is about, you can call that on 1-800-959-500. And just before we go, Ash, uh, if you can just explain a little bit about the Indigo Project, um, that'd be brilliant. And uh, then we'll um, wrap it up and we'll see you next week. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I know that I told you all to put your phones down, but if you're looking for um, some some grounding exercises and some things to pull you back uh, in line with sort of your calmest and most centered self, you should follow us on Instagram, where the underscore indigo underscore project. Um, and also, if you're keen to chat with therapists one on one, um, unfortunately, the government is still not um, given the thumbs up for the Medicare rebates that previously were being used for anyone on a mental health, um, mental health care plan to be used uh, via remote therapy, which is sort of, um, Zoom therapy just like this or on the phone. Um, we, are, we do currently have a petition um, that we would really encourage everyone to jump on and sign. You can find that on our blog, on our website or on our Facebook page as well. Um, but if you wanted to get in touch and chat with one of our practitioners, we're actually currently waiving that, that rebate fee so that no one is having to pay extra for their um, mental health care at the moment with us. Great. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on a sound check by Support Act today. We've got a range of great guests coming up. We're going to be going live next week. Today's episode was pre-recorded, but as of next week, we'll be going live from midday till 12.30 with some great guests covering uh, everything about mental and physical well-being and social well-being at this time. Whilst you eat your sandwich, hope you have a good day and, uh, We'll see you soon. Thanks.